Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Cantina Quarterback. It's been a long Great week. Start. <laughs> Great start. Fuck it. We're doing this live. We're back at the Cantina Corner podcast. How y'all doing? Probably better than I'm doing right now. Back, baby. <laughs> Fuck me. We're back. Um, yeah, we're back. So, hello. Um, we are doing uh, Marvel today. Normally, we do those on Friday. That's been like kind of our consistent norm. But today, we're moving it to Saturday as well as moving forward until further notice. So, some changes. Keep your lookout for that. But as of right now, we're looking at about around like a Saturday release. So, expect that. Unless anything changes, we'll let you know. Um, but as always, before we get into anything, I want to put a huge shout out to everyone who still follows the show, loves the show, does the social media. I'm being very, very dramatic about this. Um, but yes, thank you all for the support. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we've been putting content out as much as possible. Now we're putting content out more days than we used to. So expect to see more. That's going to be great. Um, we also want to talk about our new sponsorship that we have through Raise. Um, it's the Rep Sports Company that does Raise Energy. They've got great products, as I've talked before in the other shows, if you haven't heard already. Um, we have a coupon code that you can use. It'll get you 15% off at checkout with a discount, no matter what product you buy from them. Um, and it's it's a great product. They've got lots of stuff, whey protein, pre-workout, you name it, they got it. Uh, definitely check them out. They've got some bundle kits, a lot of cool stuff. So we're happy to be partnered with them. Um, and then, uh, yeah. That about wraps up the intro. Now that I've fucked that horribly, uh, let's yeah. get into Marvel. What's up, guys? Sap. What up? So I will uh, start this off as always. First of all, Nick, welcome to the Marvel episodes. Glad to have you up to speed and involved with this. Uh, I know everyone knows you from the other episodes that we do, so happy to have you here for that. Um, one thing I want to start this off, usually I started off with asking Cody what his initial reaction of the episode was, but because this is your first time here with us, Nick, I want to start it off with you, because I'm curious to hear what you said. I know I've heard a couple of things you've talked about as far as the show as a whole, but like, what was your reaction as far as this episode and what you've seen so far? Like, kind of in like a quick synopsis, what'd you think? Oh, God, I hated this last episode. Oh, God, it was awful. Really? I'm not going to lie. It was funny, too, because as I was watching this episode and when I ended, I'm like, I picked the wrong week to jump in on this episode. I am not a huge fan of filler episodes, and that's kind of all this one really felt like. And after the way the last episode ended, I wanted this episode to just be boom, 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 like start to finish, just fucking give it to me. <laughs> and the first like 15 minutes or so, that fight, whatever, <clears throat> however long that took, the fight was awesome. But then after that, the way the rest of the episode went, I was just like, oh, I get it. They need to set up stuff for the rest of it. So what I should say it was garbage, but... Like I said, I really want to just, oh my god, action start to finish. Oh, when Captain America bashed that dude's face in, I was waiting for the next episode <laughs> to just be like, oh, just keep going. And it was like, it wasn't bad though. I get the filler, setting it up. It wasn't terrible. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll go deeper into that as we dissect the episode. What about you, Cody? What do you think of this one? I mean, I loved it, per usual. Okay, because I really liked it too. Um, obviously, I, I agree with Nick that obviously slow sometimes does kind of kill the vibe a little bit, especially after something just so dramatic. But I personally assumed that they were going to do slow after that because it was such an intense moment, like to really dissect like what happens after that, like you know, really go through like the, the human element, the character element, like the story. I figured yeah, it was going to get just give it to me. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what we've been getting every week. So the fact that you get to burn through it, I can understand your dismay of like all of a sudden hitting a slow point because each week for us as we've been going through this has been like bang, 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 bang. 
and there really wasn't a slow episode. I think there was maybe one that kind of like slowed down a little bit, but it was still pretty action packed. So yeah, this was the slowest slow burn episode that they've had. It was. I blame them. They put me in that mindset of like every episode was great. And I was like, yes, this is really awesome. And then they just like yanked it away from me. I was like, oh, so this next one, this this next one is going to be fucking out of control. Yeah. This next episode is going to be absolutely out of control because it's the last one. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. It's only a six episode series. Which I am good then. Which I was surprised about too, because I didn't know the like definitive number of how many episodes there were. I know we've like kind of guessed about it throughout, you know, these reviews for the show, but um, I didn't know. And then my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, next one's gonna be the last one." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, it's only gonna be six. I was like, "I hope they do more, but I guess okay, whatever." And she was worried, which kind of made me think about, you know, how much just happened. Then we had a slow episode. It's like if the next one's the last one. Like, are they going to be able to finish it off, like, good? Is it going to be, like, rushed feeling? Because I feel like there's more they could still flesh out that they still haven't even, like, brought in yet. But, I mean, I have faith in them because it's been pretty flawless so far. So, I'm just a little worried. Are they supposed to have a second season at all? Or was, like... <laughs> they've They're talking about it, but... Because I kind of feel the same like what Adam just said. If they don't wrap it up, like, nicely... there There was so much that did go on in this... I know I bitched about being filler, but there was so much stuff that, like, I was like, if they're going to only wrap it up in one more episode, because I didn't know it was going to be six, like, yep. it's got to be an hour and a half long episode or something, <laughs> then, like. got to be a movie. We, that's <laughs> what we said yeah, about, like, seriously. That's what we said about WandaVision, and it was only, like, what, like, 50 minutes? It was yeah. still, like, normal runtime? Because I said the same thing. I was like, you know, it's Marvel. They can probably do it, get away with it. They got the money. They got the budget, the mm-hmm. whole bit. But it was still, the, like, the normal random runtime that was, like, just under an hour. That's what this one will be. That's my guess. I mean, because yeah. we pretty much this episode ended like he's about to suit up and go to the final battle. I mean, so my gut feeling is this is going to be like ninety percent action, and it's going to end on a cliffhanger. It really is, in my opinion. Set up for maybe a second season then, if they end on a cliffhanger. Maybe not a second season, but like all the you got to remember, all these are intertwined with all the movies and stuff. So like, there's going to be parts of this that are going to show up in movies. You know. See now that's where that's where I'm behind. Obviously, you guys know I've been trying to catch up on this. So after we're done with this tonight, actually I'm gonna uh, watch. Is it Infinity Wars Part One of those Infinity War? And Infinity Endgame? War and Endgame. Yeah. yeah. So after this, I am gonna watch that. So I've been kind of catching up. So I okay, I can see then. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. It's all gangers one. Okay. So. I guess it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even in this episode, which I, I guess we could start out with because it was the biggest thing that people were talking about other than the actual action scenes and the talking scenes, which, you know, is standard, um, was the cameo that they had as far as the character who is like, you know, the Contessa, the person that was, you know, undercover in S.H.I.E.L.D., undercover in HYDRA, at one point was called Madam HYDRA, the whole bit. She gets in there, she shows herself, introduces her to, you know, John Walker, talking to him about what he did, how she knows everything. So that was a big cameo piece that like, that dropped in that I think exactly what we're talking about as far as intertwined. I mean, she's intertwined with like the black widow stuff as well as like Nick Fury and like all everything. So I mean, everything connects somehow. And the secret invaders, which I think they're coming out with a show on her characters, like prominent in those, that storyline in the comics. So yeah. Yeah, Cause in the comics, she also had like a love interest with Nick Fury too, at one point, I guess. See that when she did come in, I was talking to him after he had stormed out of the room. 
I obviously, again, me catching up, I'm like, who is this woman? She's just coming in like, it seemed like you're supposed to kind of know who she was, but obviously I have no prior knowledge. Well, that was the first time. That's the first time she's been in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So unless like, you knew, unless you like, knew her name, like you didn't know who the fuck that was. Julia Louise Dreyfus. That's all I knew. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's I. I couldn't remember her name because her actual character name is like so long, and she gave like yeah. four versions of it. But I had yeah. to. I knew that it was someone important. I knew that it was an important cameo because of who you know, the Captain America John Walker becomes because of what Cody said in the research I did. So I knew that she had to be like a, a pivotal role. And I was like, I feel like this is a moment I'm supposed to be like, oh shit. And I, I didn't know. Yeah. And so I looked it up and that's how I found out like the briefly all that info that I spat out about her was just literally like skimming through articles. I didn't even go through like the full detail of everything that she's done. It was kind of like a, a wrap up of everything she did. See, I, I thought about maybe something like that, but I kind of like this way I'm going with it, just kind of coming in completely blind. I'm really liking it because I'm liking all like just, yeah, everything that's been going on and catching up on these movies are really not bad. Not no, because no, you're lucky because you don't have to wait. <laughs> that I'll tell you what, that is really what's kind of nice too is like I can just figure out a day where it's like, okay, I'm going to knock out this one and then just go like, yeah, I don't have to wait like a year for, next year for a movie to come out or something like that. So Yeah, especially Infinity War and Endgame. Those two being able to watch, the, I mean, watching those back to back is fucking. Mm. Yeah. Endgame's yeah. a really good movie. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. It's it's fantastic. For it. Um, but as far as this episode goes, uh, speaking of action, because I know Nick was very hyped up about seeing some more action, you have to admit that that intro to the episode when they show the fight between the three of them was fucking <laughs> epic. Oh yeah, that was the best part for me. That was the best part of the episode because it kind of like. It also, that's what also made me think, like, okay, they're just going to give it to you, like, right away, it's them three fighting, or them two fighting him, and then I was ready for the rest of the episode, and then, you know, they kind of, yeah. but, yeah, it wasn't bad, though, yeah, that first fight scene was awesome, though, that was great. The beginning of this episode made me do it again, with Bucky, I was like, this guy could be Luke Skywalker, (laughs) (laughs) when when he sat there, and he's like, you guys don't want to do this, he's like, yeah, we do. I was like, this guy could be Luke Skywalker. I could totally see that. I <laughs> he's got totally he's got resting Skywalker face, is what he I does. Call it. And like that, yep. sorry, like that, like thinking about it, and like yeah, we do. Like I want to beat your ass right now. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, I, he's. I told this to Kim. I don't know if I told you. He's becoming one of my favorite characters in like the entire MCU. Yeah, I remember you telling me that, and yeah. I remember when this show first started, and we watched like those first two episodes. How we were talking about like he's gonna steal the show. Like we agreed. Like yeah. I mean, his obviously, you know, the Falcon is great and everything, and and what you know what might happen if if they're going the direction we think. Because I've I've seen some theories online that um, he didn't want those wings back, even though he's training with the Shield. He didn't want the wings back because he keeps hating how like inferior they are like the air force isn't doing it right they're fucking it up like they're shit blah 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 so bucky the theory is that he asked for like a new falcon suit with like wings maybe made out of vibranium or something stronger whatever or like a better what he had as opposed to the captain america like feeling that it seems like so i don't know what you think about that it seems like a far-fetched stretch to me but i've been reading stuff about it so yeah. those wings weren't made out of vibranium. I his thought first they ones, were. no. I just kind of assumed. And then even when, um, what's his face, John Walker ripped off his wings, I still was kind of like thinking that maybe they were or something, but. No. 
No, there there wouldn't be a way to do it with the with the amount of beat that that shield goes through with how strong all the super soldiers are that mess with it. If his wings were like that, there's no way. Yeah. Okay. But I, can't I mean, do you... if it was Stark technology or that other dude, that other douchebags. I, can't I don't remember. remember. Oh, just a quick side note. I watched Homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming. I seriously hate Tony Stark and Iron Man. Now I just I'm like over <laughs> it. I'm I never had a strong opinion of him before, but watching Civil War and then Homecoming, I'm like I just this dude. I, well, those are the but we can get back. To that's him, man. Those those are the two movies where he's most annoying and like like brooding okay. and being emotional. Yeah. But I gotta ask. Quick side note. Homecoming, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. What'd you think? Solid. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. I liked it. it was a little weird at first because they they cast him. It's And this is coming from watching Tobey Maguire as the Spider-Man. I, you know, they, they made him seem older when it was Tobey Maguire, kind of a more mature Spider-Man. So first it was a little weird, him kind of being more immature, more kid-like. But then as everything kind of went on, it was like, okay, I, I dig this. It's not bad yeah, at all. I he's good. It. And yeah, it just gets it better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And yeah, Michael Keaton, I mean, Captain Gene. Yeah, Captain oh, Gene, dude. Dude. He's going to be in the next is, one, too. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Should be, yeah. He's going to be in Morbius, too. Yeah, they show him at the, like, the end the of the trailer, trailer of Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> What's up, Doc? That's right. I think you showed me that trailer last yeah. week. That's right. Yeah, because I think I you said the thing, same thing. You were like, Captain Gene? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, bath mats are in. He's got a lot of people know. <laughs> Um, but uh, one thing, what bath mats are in. <laughs> one one thing I do want to point out about that fight before we move into like the slower parts of the episode, because uh, there's a lot to pull from that. Um, that my favorite part of that fight, I probably witnessed the best like way to knock out somebody I've ever seen in a long time when <laughs> he flies at him with the shield and Bucky's swinging him in the air and then just smacks his back like when they did that that was I was like that was so creative it's so beautiful it was like some kind of ridiculous Van Daminator yeah it was it was a WWE move dude it was like a tag team championship move right yeah. there <laughs> yeah it was dope. it was great yeah that that, that's a perfect way of putting it. it. It felt like WWE, like just right away. I was just like, oh shit. And like snapping a TLC his match. fucking arm, dude. Oh, oh God. Yeah. It's so brutal. Oh. And, and the way like, oh, this guy deserves it though. Fuck him. And just the creativity of it too. Like he was using his jet back booster yeah. to like propel him forward as motion. Cause he has no strength compared to them. And then Buck, I was just like the whole creativity with that fight. And like when he was sitting there saying like, almost like he's being taken over by the drug because Part of my theory when he kept saying, why are you making me do this? Why are you making me do this? Was he was angry at them for like giving him so much shit. But I also feel like he was like talking within himself, like almost like he's got a split personality. Like he's got the super soldier rage shit, almost like a play on winter soldier. He's got this kill side to him, but then he's got like who he knows who he is. So I feel when he was saying that it was like on a deeper level. Yeah, I can see that. And it just, it was such a strong scene to see him do that. Like, it was just an internal struggle. Like, he was on autopilot. He kept doing the whole trying to chop people's heads off thing that he did and that, you know. It was just amazing. And you can almost see that split personality side of it when he's sitting there going through all that struggle as he's walking away. Finally gets down on his knees, goes through all these weird flashbacks and horror images. And then all of a sudden, he just snaps out of it, goes cold stone face and just says, time to get back to work. And it's almost like he's, like, splitting back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, like, visually see it. And they did that so well. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
But uh, as far as the talking points in this, because there's a lot of slow moments, they go more into, um, I believe his name was Isaiah, uh, mm -hmm. the Black Captain America. They go more into that. What did you guys, I know we talked about a little bit, Cody, yesterday before we thought we were doing this and moved it to today, um, but it was a powerful ass scene. How did you feel about that, Nick, as far as that conversation they had and how it was more of a play on government really than it was on race, which I hope people understand. Like that was like, he was talking about like America and the government are the problem. Yeah. That's about it. The government is a problem. Yeah, but I figured, uh, I know you always have a strong opinion when we talk like politics or government and stuff. Like, you know, that was probably, I figured you would enjoy that scene a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. And I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> At first, I did kind of think putting some of this race stuff in here. But then, like, when he's sitting there talking about it and all that, it was like, he's not wrong. The government's a bunch of piece of shits. So that's exactly what they're, and they're going for image above all and they show that continuously out throughout that episode too what is it the grc right mm -hmm. yep. when they're sitting there in that room i know it's later on in the episode and we're not quite there yet but when they're sitting in that room talking about oh their image and what they got to convey to the world and all this stuff it's like this is exactly what the dude's talking about like did you catch the line that was said in that meeting what's that did you catch the line in that meeting that was said you guys when they were all in the meeting at the end and they were like, we have to think about the optics. And the guy's like, the optics yeah. will be what we tell them. And I was like, they yeah. nailed this. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It goes, it, it literally went back to what the guy was saying in that, that scene there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is exactly like, yeah. Yeah. I told Nothing Adam, I was super impressed at the fact that Disney actually went that route mm -hmm. because I thought for sure, like, you know, when he was talking about the red tails and, you know, they came home to cross his burn. I was like, all right. How bad is this about to get between like a race thing? And then it like that was it. And then it literally was straight about how the government treats black people in this country, which is fu it's fucked up. Um, yeah. And I, I was I actually really enjoyed that scene, that stuff because of it. That's when he was talking about them just injecting stuff into him. I was like, it sounds just like those Tuskegee experiments you hear yeah. about where they were just injecting syphilis into the African-American population back in what the twenties or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're like telling him it's, he's like, Hey, they told us it was tetanus. So it was like, they had to have taken that and literally used it. Was that. Like, it was literally, that's exactly. Out. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. I was going to say that's where they got the inspiration. Yeah, like, yes, fuck the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also liked how he said they will never let, uh, a black man be Captain America. It wasn't America. Mm -hmm. It was they. Yeah, was... not not that it's never going to happen. He was specific by saying that. Yeah, making sure. Yeah, he's talking about the establishment. Or exactly. Controlling the power. You know. Which which I love because it's a great that entire scene is a great build up to, you know, eventually if if it happens, you know, Falcon becoming Captain America. It's like the best way where you can like be proud again of someone holding that shield and wearing that suit or the new suit or whatever it's going to be, you know, it instills <laughs> that like, um, fucking, uh, Steve Rogers back into it, you yeah. know, because it's coming from a place of like unity and knowing what's right and all that stuff. And, and it's almost like they gave you his entire reasoning and backstory as to why, which we got a whole movie with Steve Rogers. This, we only got a scene, but I, I feel it was just as effective. Yeah. Recreates a symbol. Yeah. Cause Honestly. I also like when he goes to, um, unshield the, the the shield or unsheath the shield that's hard to say sheath the shield um he was like is that what i think it is don't even open it up he's like those stars and stripes don't mean anything to me and it was just like shot right there yep. I, I thought it was great 
thought it was really good. Um, the other one that I thought that they did very well, um, coming from uh, my military <laughs> perspective, and obviously I know you guys probably felt the same way because it's you know black and white clear as day with what they were conveying, but when Walker was in there, and you could tell he's calm, and he's going through the hearing, he's doing what he has to, and they're just grilling him, just telling him they're going to strip everything away from him, take away his, you know, his record, his medals, you know, no retirement, no rank, no benefits, no nothing. Um, you know, man, even though he did what he did, he, you know, he, he emphasizes he just wants to speak his piece and they don't even give a shit. And I understand what he did was like horribly detrimental. But from a military perspective, um, when he's sitting there just telling you, I want to explain, you made me, I only ever did what you wanted me to do. Like, I've basically been your puppet. I've dedicated my life, all this stuff. And then you could just be thrown away like a red shirt in Star Trek. Like, it's nothing. Like, even though you were like, he fucked up. Like, that, that shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And you, you could even see him and he's just broken because of that brainwash. He's like, you built me. Like, you made me. And now I'm like you know, a liability. So you're getting rid of me. Yeah. I, the dude's an asshole. And that whole, up until that scene, I was like, I hate this dude. He's a piece of shit. But then as he's sitting there explaining it, I'm like, I'm not really feeling sorry for him, but I can understand his perspective a lot. And I was like, that's exactly it. Like they literally made him into that. And like, he just took it to the full extent of what his training was. And it was again, fortunate scene and what he did and all that. But it was like for a split moment, I was like, yeah, I get what this dude's saying. And that's it right there. That's it. That is why Marvel dominates superhero movies and shows. Mm -hmm. That is something DC cannot do. If you cannot make the viewer, and Nick's totally unbiased, doesn't know anything, he's just watching it. This is perfect. Completely, like, Marvel makes you understand the villains, like, where they're coming from. Like, you literally... They make you feel some sort of sim- like when he was fucking when Sam was talking to the redheaded bitch. I forget her name every time, but uh, what Carly? Um, yeah. When he's talking to her and you're and she's explaining it, and you're like, I like totally get where she's coming from. Like everyone was gone. She was homeless. She got moved into a house, and then oh, everyone's back. So guess what? You're back to a dog on the street. Like you could totally understand. Like I'd be fucking pissed off too. Like you know, like um. It's, they do a great job of it, you know? That's what makes yeah, a superhero I mean, movie. Marvel does a fantastic job of always showing that there's two sides of the story, two sides of the coin, yep. no matter how you want to look at it. Obviously, one's worse than the other, but, you know, at the end of the day, they do a great job, like Cody said, of showing the human side of these evil villains, yep. you know? And, like, I, I think when I watched it, because I watched it for a third time today in prep for this, uh, since I had the time, and um, I watched that scene again, and I... Like kind of like how they did the social commentary about, you know, Isaiah being black Captain America and he was, you know, making remarks on government and really talking about like, you know, the social commentary of what's going on today with government and different things. I also think that that scene with him in the courtroom also was a little touch on what we deal with um, with our military having PTSD issues and, you know, all these different things that like mentally scar you and mess you up to cause you to have these types of situations. Like if he wasn't Captain America and didn't kill that guy out of rage, he might've done something like that in normal world civilian sense at some point, probably because he's got three medal of honors. He's been through hell. His friend just died, which is another thing that's going to add on to it. I thought it was, and I could be completely shot in the dark, but to me, it seemed like they were talking about like the PTSD of things with these soldiers. When he was talking about, you built me, you made me, you created this, like you're the reason I am what I am, all this stuff. I, I, that's just how I took it. I don't know if you guys caught any of that or felt any of that. 
No, honestly, with like you said, he might have done it even without taking the serum and stuff because you could see through the episodes how they're kind of showing like he's got these insecurities that are popping up. The reason he takes the serum to try yeah. and be on the same level as like Falcon and Bucky and just it it amplifies the most negative aspects, unfortunately. But yeah, I could see if maybe he didn't take the serum, something like that still happening. Yeah. And then he'd still get treated the same way by a bunch of douchebags. When the Milaje kick his fucking ass and he's like, yeah, they weren't even super soldiers. And it's like, you can see yeah. he's totally like, I'm Broke trained it. and I can't even handle these girls. Like that. Yeah. That, when I watched the episode two and he got his ass kicked, you could tell he was pouting like a little bitch. And yeah. he's like, I need to do something. Cause I'm like, yeah, not on severely outnumbered. Yeah. And I, w- I will say, I, I believe his, and I could be getting his name wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it's right. Is Wyatt Russell, uh, Kurt Russell's son. Who's the actor for John Walker. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I always, I always knew him as the quarterback in Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who I knew him as. I didn't know it was Kurt Russell's son. I didn't either. Yeah, I, I found out about it because I was like doing research for the prior episode before me and Cody did it, and uh, I was watching interviews of him, and he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he just brought up his dad. You know, your dad, Kurt Russell, and I was like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> what? Now that you say it, I can see it in his face a lot now. Yeah, that's that's what my dad said because he he watched the show and and he was like, I can't unsee it now. He's like, I see Kurt Russell. I was like, I know it's it's uncanny. <laughs> he's got the hair and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's done a phenomenal job with the character. Um, and I thought that scene, like you said, when he got beat by the Dora Milaje, um, you could see he was just broken. And he yeah. he did a very he's done a very good job of conveying like that like normal side, psychotic side, like all those different things. Yeah, he's given himself an acting career after this. That's for sure. Oh yeah, because he's been in stuff. Obviously, like Twenty Two Jump Street, big movies, but it's always yeah. been like goofy smaller roles, parts. Whatever. Oh yeah, I I mean, now that he's in MCU, he's going to be in the MCU in some capacity for a long time, depending yeah. on what happens with you know his character. Honestly, uh, he does play it really well because like I hate him so much, but it's because he conveys those emotions so good. Where it's like this dude is a douchebag, but you could see why, and it's like it is really I I do as much as I hate the character and how he's he's an asshole, but he plays yeah. it. He does play it so well. Yeah, so good. And that's one thing the show's done fantastically that uh, me and Cody have been talking about, Nick, is is they do a great job of love-hate relationships with these characters. You never know who to trust. You never know who to like. You never know who's going to turn on someone. It's literally an espionage package like no one could dream of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're doing so phenomenal of this. It's like Jason Bourne on steroids. Um, and that brings me to my next point on who can you trust, because I know Cody mentioned this. Uh, did we say this live or was this just in person? No, we, I can't said it. we said it in That's our bold right. predictions. I called it. Yeah. yeah, Cody called it, which we're pretty sure is true by the way they, they portrayed it, that Sharon Carter could possibly be the power broker. That's exactly what I thought when I heard her make that call. I was like, this bitch is the power broker. I know it's got to be. And then that French guy shows up right after she gets off the phone with them and gives yep. Carly something like the dude on the phone was French. Boom. Case solved. That's it right <laughs> Case there. Solved. Yeah. And yep. you could tell they tried to hide it a little bit by him only speaking French on the phone and then speaking in broken English when he was in there. To, to yeah, like the only thing off. he said was bonjour when he showed up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like sealed. And it's that the dude in the very first episode that Sam is chasing in the helicopter. It's the guy that jumps out of the Pretty helicopter. Motor. Okay. I so yeah, okay. And what's funny is the first time that he shows up when he gives Carly all those weapons and whatnot, when he says, "I'm only here to kill the Falcon," I, I, first time I watched it because his accent was so rough, I was like, "I heard, I thought I heard, I only want to kill the fucker." 
and that's how I read it. I didn't think Disney or anything. I was like, oh, there you go. And then I watched it again. I'm like, I'm a fucking retard. Why would I think Disney let that in here? <laughs> It would have been funny here if he was like, I'm only here for the Falcon. <laughs> it's like, the Millennium Falcons in the MCU? <laughs> We're doing a crossover episode. <laughs> yeah, I called that shit up. last episode, bro. Yeah, and when he, because he asked me, he was like, what are your bold, prediction, bold predictions on who you think Power Broker is? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Obviously, you know, so go first. And when he explained it, I was like, I can't even say anything. I was like, I'd have to pull someone out of my ass because that's like airtight to me. And then when yeah. this happened, I was like, yeah yeah so good on you cody your streak continues of figuring shit out before uh yep. before the rest of us do um but i'm excited to see that because if this is the last episode this is the first time we're going to see her if she is power broker in that capacity so i, mean, I have i have a sneaky suspicion suspicion uh that we might not find out this episode might be one of those it one, might be one of those unspoken truths like people just know but like the other people in the mcu don't know that she was pulling the strings behind this the whole time you don't think that would maybe be where they might roll this into a movie or something or maybe a different show where like she's hmm. maybe more prominent in that role well I, mean, I don't know that's why I'm asking you guys because like you said this stuff kind of intertwines with the movies yeah. and all that this you think could, that maybe could this be could pop like up that? in a later later tv series where it would fit so okay I could see it almost kind of like what just happened with the Contessa popping up with John Walker. Yeah. You know, like everyone knows that she's involved with the comics if you follow it or do the research. Right. Um, but then she just pops out of nowhere and it just makes sense, yeah. you know, so I, that could happen again. Or if they're, if they're thinking about doing an extra season, which I have seen rumors, obviously I, I stress that rumors, <laughs> um, they might do it where they just focus on power broker and like all that side of Madripoor. Um, while the rest of them like are done or what, however yeah. they finish it off, they might do some like power broker side season or you know, how make she it, got into the role. Exactly. You know, it like may an origin. I, it may be a cash grab, even though it's like a subscription service, but I would still be interested in seeing it. Yeah. I'd be down for a second <clears throat> season after this one. Honestly, even with the, the slow episode yesterday, I, I wouldn't care. I'd be down for a second season. So. It's, it's kind of crazy how, popular WandaVision was and Falcon and the Winter Soldier has gotten more more clicks to view than WandaVision did. I think it's because WandaVision was too obscure. People yeah, were because it started slow. I mean this one yeah. was like right out of the gate action packed, so that's me coming in again, not really having any background on any of this stuff. I have no desire to You would hate WandaVision. I it's yeah, like I, the last I, two or three episodes are like there's action, but it's like literally just all story building. Yeah, most I, part. I, I'm good. Coming into yeah. this though, I've been hooked since the first episode. I'm like, yeah, this shit is great. Like, yeah, this shit is good for you because if you went into WandaVision right now, not really watching anything Marvel, being in as, as invested as like me and Cody have, for for instance, um, it's a very Easter egg heavy show. Like, you have to know everything yeah. to like even pick out partially. And I mean, Cody was picking out shit. I thought I was good to go, and then he would like <laughs> list thirty other things, and I'm like, fuck, okay. Like it's it's like that. Like you have to pay attention to everything. It's like watching The Matrix for the first time. Like every single second of that movie, you have to pay attention in order for it to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm probably good on WandaVision. So. <laughs> you could always check it out after you burn through everything else. It's good. It could be like a later on in life type of thing. I mean, it's worth watching. It's yeah. just I wouldn't recommend it for you right now. Um. But I'm excited to see what happens in this last episode. Uh, I'm excited I, to see the suit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm excited to see because there's really not much more about this entire episode so 
um because it was just a lot of talking very lengthy you know they did a lot of I, I did like how they one last thing i'll say is i did like how they did the whole bonding scene between uh bucky and sam how they were like building the boat together like you know bucky and sarah Ooh, bucky and sarah got some tension bro but uh, I thought it was great. It was great bonding. It was great to see those characters. I even watched one reviewer uh, reviewing it. He's like, you know, he's like, I needed this. He's like, this is just nice. This yeah. is just nice to see. He's like, I just needed this. Just two buddies working on a boat, like taking a break from hell. And I was like, uh, yeah, I get it. You know, calm before the storm kind of makes sense. You know, I got to point something out too, just because I got to call some people out. I've seen okay. some stuff on YouTube reviewers who are totally like just missing the fucking ball when it comes to uh like we talked about sam gets his own like rocky balboa type scene when he's training with the shield and all that and he's yeah. working out and stuff but before that whole sequence starts when bucky leaves and sam turns around and this is like the slow-mo and people are like oh he left his left side open because he's on your left for steve Rogers." it's like no because you're looking on the screen that's your left side it's fucking Rogers who'd be on his right side. That's empty. And now he's holding the shield on his left. You fucking morons. That shit God, pissed me the life. fuck off. People just see like, oh, it's my left. So it must be his left. Yeah, the, some of those Easter eggs that people try to pull out of nowhere are horrible. Yeah. I watched I watched a video where it was like, oh, top 10 Easter or top five Easter eggs you didn't see in episode five. And it was like one where they were like hyperfixiating on like a text on the, the Sokovia like war memorial or whatever it was. And I'm like, I don't even want to click on this because, okay, it probably reads something, but it probably means fucking absolutely nothing. So yeah. I'm not even going to click on the video because that's just like it's it, there's a lot of clickbait with these reviews when it comes oh, yeah. to this shit 100%. that mean nothing speaking 100%. of that uh one scene too where he was about to blow fucking zemo's head off and he, he finally got to see those bullets that weren't special yeah i know i know <laughs> when i saw that too i was like, like okay hilarious. makes sense makes sense yeah okay. so he did have butterfingers <laughs> dropping them everywhere <laughs> i did i did like that scene though it kind of symbolized to me you know like him saying that he's not going to kill for you know like he's done with that part of his life doing it to zemo he's not like gonna kill anybody like that you know all that stuff it just symbolized like almost him like separating himself completely from that finally yeah. like taking a huge step so i thought that was great how they did that um and especially showing zemo and it was kind of cool to see zemo just be a normal person for a minute and just be like i, I took the liberty crossing myself off your list like i'm turning myself in who knows if it's for nefarious means you know, if he wants a free trip to Wakanda and see all their shit and then do some crazy stuff, who knows? I don't know. Um, because it's Zemo. So I was hoping they might do something like that, which may be a season two thing as well. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. He only wants one thing. What's that? No super soldiers. But I know. He did say he's going to let Bucky live. So I'll tell you what, they, they played him as a great red herring if Sharon is end up being the power broker. Because seriously, the whole time, like, they're talking about him going through these episodes up to this one, like, they kept talking about the power broker, and I'm thinking this dude's going to do something bad the whole time, and then it ends up that it's this bitch that's helping him. He's going to be a sneaky snake. And yeah, he, he just turns himself in, and I'm like, I'm waiting for this dude to do something the whole time. He does <laughs> nothing but help him. I'm like... He turns himself in in Civil right. War, too. All right. Once he yeah. accomplished what he wants to get done, you know, he... Well, actually, he was going to kill himself he was then, gonna kill uh, himself black panthers to stop them yeah which you watch that is that 
that 10 minute like t- conversation between them two is one of the best scenes in the entire MCU. Yeah. It's good. It seriously is it's incredible. Especially now with Chadwick Boseman, you know, passing and stuff. It's when you see scenes like that and you think like what he was probably going through like real world physically and mentally with his cancer and stuff and still pull off shit like that. Yeah. God, it's impressive. Yep. But uh okay, well that that pretty much wraps up the um consensus and and Hold on. I'm not done yet. Well, I was going to ask you what you think is going to happen next episode. I wanted to get into theories and predictions for that, unless you have something. That's fine. Well, I mean, this kind of goes into that. What do you you think a suit looks like? I think it's going to be some type of black and white or black and gray. It's going to be something dark resembling a Black Panther-esque, like, style, like, coloring-wise, but it'll be in a Captain America... Okay, Black Panther style colors with Captain America style, if that makes sense, combined into one. It's going to be something merged into that, I think. Quick question, because I'm not going to have an opinion on the suit, because I don't, I don't know enough of the lore and all that stuff. But that's what was in the box he got. Yeah, his we're suit assuming. is in the box, is what we're assuming. Okay, okay, that's kind of what I was thinking when, yeah, because obviously they didn't show what was in it; they just kind of showed him looking and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be sick. I hope they do the comic one. I haven't even looked at the comic one because I want to be surprised by the suit. Like oh. I know he in the comics he does become mm. that, but I just I want to see like what their version is and then compare it after that because I want to yeah. get like my initial reaction to be truthful. My my bet is they make it like the comic. That's okay. my bet. So I won't really explain how it is, but I think you'll be pretty surprisingly happy. Just just say yes or no. Is it anything close to what I described? Like, am I am I on the right track or completely off? I mean, your color scheme was off. Okay, okay, because yeah, that's, that's that's it that's is what a I was Captain America to... style in the comics. Well, I would assume with an addition, it kind of merges his past and what he's about to be. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I've got some ideas, Captain Falcon. Captain. I'm Captain Falcon on top of a mountain. <laughs> and obviously, Torres was just handled the mantle of Falcon. Mm-hmm. With the wings. And, yeah. you know, he's the one that knows how to put it back together. I, I honestly thought about that. I was like, is he going to, like, pursue that? Is, you know, is he going to take it up? Or is, you know, Sam going to, like, tell him to? <sighs> Again, it was one of those obvious things, but I called that episode one, if you remember. Yeah, you did. I told you. I, we were I, you were introduced I, to the new Falcon right away. Yeah. When he was working on they, Red Wing. Yeah, and they were so buddy buddy and sitting there at the cafe in the beginning. And yeah, you you I do remember that now. You saying that. Um you you honestly should have been a screenwriter, dude. Like you should just like I don't know why, like you you have a great job, but like just go be a screenwriter. Not, see, this is the thing with me. I am not a great writer. I have a lot of great ideas. What I need to do is have someone who can write really well and me just sit there and just out ideas and have them write them all down. I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, as I do, I do have a lot of vision, visual things in my head when it comes to like movies and shit like that. But I yeah, know you're know always the half of putting it together technically. Yeah. Cause I know you're very analytical with this shit. Cause I remember, and this is totally off topic uh, before we get into more theories of like what's going to happen next episode, as far as ending it. Um, I always laughed when you said you couldn't watch the Saw movies anymore because you just figured this shit yeah. out yeah. every single time. Yeah. The first one I ever saw, I think, was this. Was it the second one where his dad was a cop? The dad. 
I called that like, I mean, a half hour into the movie. I was like, all these people in this house are people that his dad put away. And my co- I remember my cousin Adam was like, what? And I was like, it has to be. That's the only connection that there is. And he was like, what are you talking about? And it was like 15 minutes later, they were like, you don't recognize any of these people? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'll never forget yeah. that. I know. And what ever did since I you say? I was me- like, don't play Clue with me, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, you said that on one of our podcast episodes early on, which is why I wanted to refer- reference it because it's almost like a time vault thing that we we talked about. You know, teased into. Uh, I always thought that was funny, and ever since then, when we've done like Marvel and all these things, I'm like, yes, motherfucker, man. Hmm. <laughs> um, but how do you think, uh, either of you, whoever wants to go, uh, how do you think that this is going to wrap up? Like, how do you think they're going to leave it off? Is it going to be a cliffhanger? If it is, what kind? Like, are they going to like round it up and like be a solid ending? Like, what, what do you think this we're looking at here? Go ahead, Nick. Like I'm not going to have any thoughts on a cliffhanger because I don't, like I said, I don't know enough of, like, the backstory. I'm coming in so blind that, I'm, and that's why I don't want to do research on anything because I like the perspective I'm coming in at because it's just, like, I I just, like, I don't I don't really have any particular thoughts. I just want the episode to be fucking great. Action-packed from start to finish. That's <laughs> what I want. It's definitely going to be a cliffhanger. Yeah, um, I, I John Walker is still going to be around at the end of this. <laughs> no, I do have a question on that. So is he going to be like? Obviously, he's going to be going after Carly because they they killed his buddy. But he's not on the same side as either the government or Bucky and Sam. So is he just going to be like this third party that's just going to be raging there? Like probably, and he'll probably get his okay. ass beat because he has a normal like, metal shield. Okay. So, but. I think he'll still be around. I think you'll see Madam Hydra and uh, Miss Carter. I think that'll be the last thing we see. Is them I too. feel, I feel that with that whole symbolism with the shield and him making that shield, yes, it is metal. Which I was like, like he knows it's gonna be shit. Like whatever. I feel that he might be making that and then taking. I don't know if they're gonna do anything because I don't know what this Contessa character, um, you know, Julia Dreyfus is playing. If uh, if she has some way of making it better, like he's building the construct of it and then he's going to take it to them. And then they're going to be like, you can't go out with that. Or like, he's going to be like, Hey, can you do something with this? And they like somehow like warp it into something better than what it is, because what he was making out of was like literally fucking scrap metal. Like he's not (laughs) that dumb to, I would assume that they would write it well enough to know that he's not that stupid to think that's going to work. Yeah. I got to send you this TikTok My sister sent me today. And it was, you can't tell me this post credit scene didn't seem like a Home Depot commercial. And they have the Home Depot theme going in the background as he's making the shield, dude. It's hilarious. Hammer sounds and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like, doom, 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 doom. it's fucking great, dude. I, I hear it in my head, and I'm watching the scene in my head. It makes so much fucking sense. Yeah. But I thought that was cool. He did do a great uh, Batman impression, though, when he jumped out, jumped out of the window onto that van. And he's like, where is she? <laughs> All I thought it was Batman. I did, too. The minute he said that, I was like, is this the Joker and Batman? <laughs> oh, God. But that that was good. And I, and I did like one line that they said, um, which is the last thing I'll, last thing I'll say, because I, I ain't got nothing else on this episode personally, um, was when he said, you saw I had to kill him. He killed so he killed you know Lamar, but yeah. when he had nothing to do with the death of Lamar, and you could tell that he was just seeing red, and he just wanted to kill one of them. 
And I thought that was a great, nice touch, you know, that he was trying to, like, you could tell he was putting that in his head to believe that that's what he was doing and justifying that person's death, but it really wasn't. And, and I thought they did that really well. Sounds like an army thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You, I mean, that's I know. why people. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm laughing because you have to laugh because it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think psychotics laugh? Not because they're happy, because they're trying to hide that darkness inside of them. And they're like, I'm having fun. When inside, they're like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the next episode. I hope they do it right. I have faith because they've done such a phenomenal job with the show so far. Um, I really hope that this is a solid ending to everything, if not a good enough cliffhanger, if it is one, because I hate it. There's shitty cliffhangers and then there's good cliffhangers ones you can appreciate ones you can be pissed off about especially not knowing if there's going to be a second season so with that question mark in the air i'm hoping if it is one it's a good one um and obviously we know the timeline of what's coming out next with loki and all that other stuff so you know if they do a cliffhanger sometimes it might tie it into something coming out that would be cool um but who knows um other than that is there anything else you guys want to hit on with this no Nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our Marvel Episode 5 Falcon and Winter Soldier Disney TV show. Got that right. Beautiful. Um, and uh, yeah, we will see you for the finale and uh, we will do our best to cover that, do our analysis of it and uh, give you any theories about where we think it's going to go from there when it's over. So uh, you have a wonderful fucking rest of your weekend and uh, we will catch you next time. Deuces.